Welcome to Julie Girl of Big Brother Podcast. Julie Girl is a weekly podcast presented with an unfiltered foray into all things Big Brother. This podcast was intentionally created from an alternative POV. Big Brother has a vastly diverse fan base, but the majority of the community's creative content felt skewed, and we wanted a place where we could be as real as possible and talk about what's really going on in these BB streets. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And if you feel like to draw, if you feel drawn to like, comment, or subscribe, <laughs> if, you, if you like to draw, <laughs> shut up. If you feel drawn to like, comment, or subscribe, maybe one of y'all can draw our new logo because I do not like this purple. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> If you feel drawn to like, comment, or subscribe and share our episodes, we would highly appreciate that as well. Even if Zach don't appreciate nothing. <laughs> if you ever have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear, feel free to let us know by sliding into our DMs on Twitter at @juliegirlpod or by sending us an email to juliegirlpod at gmail.com. Hello, Zachary. How are you today other than being a hater? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Me too. The the purple wasn't really like my final, the thing that I really loved, mm -hmm. but I just mocked it up and then I just needed to put out the episode. So I was like, girl, I'm no. going to just go with this. Yeah, he wrote me and he was like, what do you think about this? And I was like, I don't, I wanted something like red because of that red carpet. Everyone thought it was blood. You did not I was like, uh-huh. I was like, I want like some blood. I want some like, we've never done anything like weird and like whatever. And I feel like I wasn't the only person who thought it was blood on like, the Big Brother logo. So I was like, it'd be fun if like we played with that. And you were like, okay. And then like two minutes later, the podcast <laughs> is up with that dumbass purple. <laughs> I was like, why did you even ask me? <laughs> no. So I didn't like, I tried to do something creepy or whatever mm -hmm. gory, but like, it just didn't make sense <laughs> because I feel like, I feel like the bridge between what we thought that picture was and then the reality of it, it just didn't fully make sense. But like, it could have made sense because people are kind of in the screen mode. And so mm -hmm. I feel like people would have understood, but I just couldn't get it to look like it was, it just didn't look right for me. And so <laughs> I was like, I just need to figure something out. And I was like, girl, it's February. Let me just find some flowers and call it a day and see what Zach says. And then that day just got <laughs> so crazy. That day just got so crazy. And I, like I told you, I almost didn't even put the last episode out because I lost all the files at one point. And then my computer was doing too much. The way it recorded was weird. It was just, I was so stressed out. And then work was crazy that morning. And I just wanted to get it out because the, the show premiered the next day. I was like, I have to get this done. So I just went with what I had in the moment. And I was like, I can always go back and change it if need be. But if at this point, it's like, we only got, we yeah, only going to do like whatever. five episodes. Maybe yeah. we can do some horror for the summer. If that's what you feel it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Maybe well, you, so. <laughs> you can design the summer, the summer uh, picture. 
don't even because it's not gonna look anything like that and you're gonna not want it <laughs> as long as it says julie girl on it why that's all we need i'm okay i'm gonna y'all i'm gonna start working on the um logo now i'm down you mm-hmm. you can have free reign have full creativity it's gonna look <laughs> real different <laughs> I'm it's gonna be like have you seen that girl on tiktok that, that redoes the logos and they look horrible and it's like she says that she's like a graphic artist but then she like <laughs> does it all with like paint or whatever have you seen those i have not seen that okay whatever it's it's funny i'll send you one after this like um, i love graphic design graphic design really, is really passion it's literally it's literally her like doing that and then it's like some like blocks that she put or what it's, it's so <laughs> stupid but anyway um i'm gonna i'm gonna make something i'm gonna be waiting i'm gonna be waiting to see what you come up with well i got like six months <laughs> you got you got plenty of time uh, watch me not do it <laughs> um i'm doing well i just like got home <laughs> from getting tacos and a margarita with a friend so i'm continuing that today may be a drunk episode not really i only have like one white claw so i'm gonna have that so maybe i thought you said you- oh you have a white claw mm-hmm. oh, okay i was like you just said you had a margarita now you said you had a white claw yeah i'm so fucked up no um, i had one margarita at lunch and honestly like i hate we just like went and got tacos so margarita like hand in hand but i hate getting margaritas in public because i just feel like it's all mixed like they never put enough tequila in it like it's okay. literally just so much of the mix like and it's so i don't know i was like where do you get margaritas in private at, at home? home yeah and it's like all tequila and a splash of mix. <laughs> yes, splash of mix. Splash, splash of mix sounds like a, a brand. Whatever. But um, yeah, no, I'm doing good. Uh, this week has been like a complete 180 from my life for the past couple of weeks. I think in the last episode, I talked about how like we could start going to work this week. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm going to go to the office one day. I went to the office three days. Wow. Um, I truly loved it. It was so much fun. And just the amount of protocol that, goes into even getting into the building like I just feel kind of safe and there's like really no one there like there we have like three floors and there's maybe like 10 people it is so spread out and yeah you know we have to keep our mask on but like sometimes I take it off because there's literally no one I can't even see anyone around me so it's like whatever it's fine um but it's just so nice to get out of the house and then when I come back into the house like I don't feel as like lonely and bored you know because it's like fine to be at home you know it's like I want to be at home because I've been gone I think that'll change like once people start coming into the office more I think I'll get a little bit more scared but like right now while nobody's there I'm I'm living it up there's free snacks free drinks I love a free snack look I have never worked in an office that like you know gave you that stuff like every I've always been like poor music venues and stuff (laughs) like BY your own everything, whatever. Um, And so it's like nice to be in this corporate environment now. And it's like, I mean, it's stupid, but it's like, yeah, I want a free Coke, (laughs) you know? And then I put like three in my bag when I leave um, because like, why not? (laughs) What what is that place called? Uh, It's pop something. There's, it's like a brand and they're pop. I don't remember what it's Pop called. Chips or something? <laughs> no, it's like a it's like a brand, a lifestyle brand. They do cooking, they do cooking stuff. They do all kind of. I forgot what they're called, but I worked there for a minute. I don't know why I'm completely blank on what they're called. They're, you don't even know what you work there, at. There, there's a there, there's like a huge presence online. They have so many different like food and fashion and all of these different things, and it has something to do with. Pop. I don't know why I've completely drawn a blank, but this was like in t- 2015 
or 26 it was like 2016 so it's been quite a while mm-hmm. but they had so much free stuff in there I, I like they had a whole store you could go in and and get whatever you wanted it was so it's, delightful it's so nice like i feel like every work should be like that it shouldn't just be like these big corporate jobs because like work already sucks so when you get like one free thing it may be like the smallest thing but just going and knowing that there is something free for you like it just makes me it makes me happy when I first started and I used to get all them free records and stuff Mm -hmm. listen it it made my life you know I love both of us we love a record and I got you some stuff too like I got you uh what's her name the girl you got the tattoo of Donna Summer and Mm -hmm. they always used to have tattoo of Like that's her claim to fame. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my brain went. Obviously, because it's on your body and you can see it immediately. Um, um, but yeah, no, work should okay. be much more enjoyable and just like just much more free. And like they, I feed into you, you feed into me, right? Um, also, like it's part of the decoration that they have in like these offices that they've created for us or whatever. They have like records, they have vinyls, and one of the vinyls they have is like Sky Ferreira's. Um, album that like goes for hundreds and hundreds of dollars online and I right. want to be like can I have that <laughs> I don't want to like, I just genuinely want it but I'm like I don't know who to ask and I've only been here for like three days and these people don't even know me so like let me keep my mouth shut but I like I'm just like can't y'all just switch that out with something else and give it to me <laughs> like oh this isn't free too I thought this was I thought everything was just for grabs <laughs> um but yeah no so like that's been like super nice um and I tested for COVID yesterday and I'm still negative so like like praise um yeah I don't know it's been um it's been really nice it's been a really good week for me I love that and I'm happy you're still you're still healthy Mm -hmm. that's like the only negativity I love (laughs) like Mm -hmm. come through COVID negativity well apparently one of my roommates he's been gone for like two weeks I thought he was on tour but apparently he went and um quarantined somewhere else because he had COVID oh god he didn't like tell any of us which I mean honestly I'm glad he didn't because I would have been freaking out but thank god he shout out to him because I'm not trying to hear about it <laughs> you know I've been calling you every single night um but apparently he had to go to the hospital twice dang because he <laughs> not to get too of I'm like I'm sure all his personal information I don't care um <laughs> he was like he had like really bad diarrhea and Sir. uh is he Lamar Odom I know but like he had to keep going to get because he was so dehydrated not because of like breathing issues or anything like that because he was just so I haven't like heard of that so I'm like okay cool like another like thing another symptom so like that's insane that's crazy he seems fine but it's just like crazy yeah he like came back today and he was like i'm finally over COVID." i was like i didn't even know you had it i thought you were on tour (laughs) but congrats um that's a tour child right (laughs) tour of the bathroom Mm -mm. um so yeah that's been um also i got i'm sitting in this like new nice chair i got like this new chair for my work from home now that i'm not um because my other one broke it is so fancy and i'm just like feel like I'm in a recliner at my computer, I love so. it I miss my work for home setup I had such a nice setup in my room in California I I was working so hard trying to make my space comfortable and then I came to Tennessee and left it all behind <laughs> and now like this I, I I mentioned before I told you that the roof in my room fell in so they had to take out the entire roof 
of my room and redo it. So they took all my stuff out and my mom and my brother were so worried about my records. Like they were like, what do we do? How oh, do we protect them? And I was I like, would be too. you got I, like literally amoeba in your apartment. I was like so scared, but they did such a good job of taking care of my girls. And I feel a lot, a lot better about it. And so they have already redone the roof and Hopefully everything is in order, but it's just a mess at hand here. But I'm just going to, I miss my space. And now when I go back, I feel like it's going to be very different because it's not going to be exactly how I left it because they moved everything out of my room. I'm not excited about that. So when do you come back? Child, who knows? I've been coming back for the past year and a half because I was only supposed to be here for three months and that has ballooned into a year and a half. So I don't know. As of now, I'm looking and shooting for like the end of March, maybe. But things are moving in that direction. My cousin just moved home, which is a, a, a complete shift. I just feel like there's a lot of shifting pieces going on and everybody is just moving things around. And the, there's just a lot of transitional energy around a lot of my family right now. And it's very weird, but I'm just like trying to be as patient and like chill as possible just to, you know, breathe and work through it all and let it all come together. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, day by day, day by day, it's all I keep telling myself. <sighs> How was your week? You know, I had a good week. Um, it wasn't anything special. We had an ice storm, which was lovely. I love, Ooh. I love wintry weather, especially after being in California for so long where they don't, we don't get any weather really. It's mm -hmm. nice when we have like snow days and like, I literally can't leave the house because the driveway is a sheet of ice and it's just so fun. And I love seeing the snowfall and all of that. So I'm, I'm really, really just like soaking up this winter and I'm okay with spring coming. I also love like the, the daffodil. Spring summer. <laughs> spring summer 22. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, dandelions are, are like sprouting up and the irises okay. are sprouting up. And like, I can feel spring coming. Not you know it, all the plants. All right. King <laughs> of flowers. I love, I love this time in Tennessee. Like fall and then spring, winter, spring is my favorite. It like. It just feels like nostalgia. And I, I love the daffodils and I love irises. The irises are the Tennessee flower and I have such a connection with them. Like I would love to do something about iris. I just, I, I have, I just love them. Yeah, I, I don't know nothing about flowers. Really? Um, mm -mm. You don't have from, a favorite flower? No, I like recently just started like getting flowers for like my room. Like I have flowers all over my room, but I don't know what they're called. I just pick them up at Trader Joe's, the ones that look pretty. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, these are pretty. These would be nice. Like, and then I just like do it and then they die in like a week or two. And I'm just like, okay, let me get some more. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand flowers other than like they look pretty. My favorite flower is Alstroemeria. I think is oh, how you say them. They're fancy. like a Peruvian lily. Ooh, my grandmother had. Foreign. <laughs> My grandmother has some. Oh, foreign. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. My grandmother had some curtains when I was little and they had those flowers on them and mm -hmm. I always loved them. And so now when I see them, I just get so happy. So those and, and irises are like my favorite. I love flowers though. I'm all about a blossom. Like I'm emo. So give me a black rose. Ooh, <laughs> moody. That's no. very you though. I don't like roses. Why? I feel like, I don't know. They're just like, I like ones that like sprout out. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it, but I like flowers that like open out. I mean, I guess they all open outwards, but I feel like roses kind of like open up and out. I like things that like open out. 
like a sunflower? See, I don't like sunflowers because there's too much of what's going on in the middle. You know, like I'm just like, it bothers me. I feel like things are going to come out of it. It looks like a little portal. Um, (laughs) I don't like it. What if that's where bees come from? They just come out of the portal. I feel like it is. But you know what I'm saying? But like something that like, that like just opens outward. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Like a chrysanthemum? I don't. I don't know names of them. What are, like, mums? Is that something? Okay, yeah, like a mum. Like, they open out. That's what a chrysanthemum is, is a mum. Okay, okay, just with Chris in front of it. Yeah, (laughs) and Santa. It's Chris's mum. Okay, got it. Don't take that that Yeah, they open out, and just, like, the whole thing is a flower. What's her favorite flower? Grandma, do you have a favorite flower? Do you have a favorite flower? (laughs) A chrysanthemum. We were just talking about chrysanthemum. Yeah. But I like Kelsey's Margrethe. I don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) You like uh, the bird of paradise too. I don't know what that is, but I love a paradise. (laughs) Bird of paradise is that beautiful one, like Hawaiian flower, and it opens up in an angle and it's like, it looks like a bird. It's beautiful. My friend Zach. Who? My friend Zach. Tell him I sent him. Okay. <laughs> hi. He said hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> so she likes the flowers that open up too. Cool. Yes. On the same page. Queen. <laughs> Love that. Chris's mom's. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. And that was our special guest of today. <laughs> yes. Woo. Okay, so yeah, speaking of Chris's, let's jump into a house full of Chris's. <laughs> right? If we're going to talk about Chris's mom, can we start with Chris's? Chris K? Chris, Chris Katan? I'm like, do we have two Chris K's? He, he looks like a mom. <laughs> he opens outward. <laughs> no, we can go in order. All right, let's start. So, Celebrity Big Brother 3. It's weird that... <laughs> That threw me off. I was like, now why are y'all in here yodeling? <laughs> I wish they would have had Lisa. I wish Lisa Barlow was on the cast and they would have had her yodel from Real Housewives where she, I literally, like, it's one of my favorite things from the season of Real Housewives, Salt Lake City. Like, I die every time I see it because I'm like, why doesn't she finish it? Just say who at the end, but she's just like, yodelahi. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Hilarious. So, it's crazy because in the preseason, I really wasn't checking for this season. I didn't know how I was going to feel. I wasn't excited. But, you know, I already feel extremely invested. And I don't know what it is about it that really got me clicked in. How are you feeling now that you've gotten into it? I know you haven't watched any feeds, which you probably have a very different perspective on what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to know what your visual is of what's going on and how you're feeling. Yeah, I don't watch... I haven't watched any feeds, um, but I have been like reading everyone's Twitter um, tweets. Um, and I feel like there's a lot that was missing in the episode that I was excited to see because it seemed like there was a lot of chaos in the house. And right. none of that came through in the two hour episode I watched. None um, of it. So I was like, where is the mess? And uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear about it today because 
I didn't see it. I know. Well, we didn't see it either. We, we've just been piecing it together from what we can get from these people. Um, but it has been very messy, it seems. Um, so I did, I appreciated whenever the show, the, the premiere started, they each went into the house one by one. And we haven't really seen that since like, I think maybe BBOTT, where mm -hmm. one person went in and then the next person came in and they got to talk and then somebody else joined them and then they got to talk. And Carson and Cynthia Bailey were the first two to go in and they already knew each other. And I thought it was so interesting that they already had a moment to be like, hey, we are gonna be best friends. Like this, mm -hmm. is, this is us right here. We're the first people in here. And I was hollering at Carson, like introducing everybody to everything when they came into the house. I was I, like, sir. The way him and Cynthia were like greeting everyone when they came in I was laughing so hard it they truly so were funny. like the welcome committee like I'm like did CBS hire them to like do right. orientation with everyone <laughs> that came in the house like come through Cynthia's like I'm gonna get an extra check she showed it you know Cynthia is getting her check she learned from the best from Candy uh, they did her so wrong when <laughs> they introduced her and then they were like model and they had like a model picture of her and it was like the worst model picture that they could possibly she looked like a clown do you know what I'm talking about yes I was no like, I remember now why'd y'all pick this one <laughs> <laughs> Of all the photographs. All the photos that that woman has taken in her entire life. This is the one you're going to use. I was hollering when Chris Kirkpatrick came in and she was like, now where should I know you from? <laughs> Same. And then he started talking about he had some solo music. I was like, where? I have never in my life heard never. a solo Chris Kirkpatrick song other than my never. shiny teeth in me. <laughs> is that from Fairly Odd Parents? Yes, that's yeah. the only thing I ever heard. <laughs> he's, he's like, I play some of our old songs. And I got some solo. I was like, no, just do covers, boo-boo. Yeah. Obviously, your own songs. Is that covers? I don't know. Yeah, Chris needs to stick with the, with the classics because don't nobody know not another Chris song. I die every time that he starts talking and they start playing that yeah <laughs> <laughs> music i it is so funny to me i hope they don't stop because it, that may be my favorite thing about the episode so far is the i yeah. love it it's so good as we've as we've spoken about in the past i'm a huge nsync fan a very big boy band fan in in general so i am eating that up and i love all of the nsync references i'm loving all of that and people on twitter seem so annoyed by it but i'm like please give me more <laughs> it makes me very happy so following chris kirkpatrick was shana and then todd came in and then mariah todd <laughs> whenever i see shana all i can think about is a hot dog now <laughs> <laughs> why because of her ex or whatever the oscar deal or whatever <laughs> like all i can think about is a hot dog now i forgot about that oscar meyer wiener de la hoya hot dog real bad <laughs> <laughs> hilarious and then um misha teddy and then lamar came in and you know i really loved lamar's intro i i really loved lamar's intro and i thought it was so heartfelt and so endearing it's such an endearing way to introduce him to this cast because lamar gets picked on a lot and talked bad about a lot so it was nice to have like such a soft side and such a soft-spoken moment with him before all this started uh, yeah, no, I really loved his um, intro. I knew he overdosed, but I didn't realize that there were like strokes and all that other stuff that like happened to him when he did that. That was like insane to hear. Absolutely. And that he like lived through it. That's wild. I like, Loki want to read his book. Like, should we start a book club? <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't. You'd be reading 86,000 books a year. 
<laughs> you could fit that in. <laughs> I kind of want to read it now because like I, I had no idea. Like I was just kind of like, holy shit. But no, his intro and just like so far him in the game, like I know I've read some stuff about him wanting to leave and get that later. But like overall, like I really have been enjoying him a lot more than I thought I would because I only knew him as Chloe's ex. Like right. that's it. And so he's been hilarious. Been <laughs> he's been so funny. Mm-hmm. Um so the one of the first things we get is Tajik kind of narrating everything, which annoyed me. But I at this point in time, I was like, you know, I'm gonna give Tajik a chance. I've hated Tajik for many years, but in this moment, I'm just gonna let him po- prove me wrong. Like maybe this will go really well. And so wait, Tajik- hold up though, real quick. Why does Tajik? <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Why does he? <laughs> Why does he look like the K- uh, the Mel K Michelle? <laughs> Do you see it or is it just me? I will have to like, take another gander because it looks like the male version of K Michelle to me. Like that's all I can see when I see him. That is hilarious. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at him under that context because maybe that K Michelle lens will make me laugh at him or something. But anyway, Tajik, Shayna, Cynthia, and Carson say that they're going to work together and they form this girls and gays alliance and i'm like this could actually be a, an alliance that could run this house if it actually worked which we quickly found out that it wasn't going to work the way that it was presented um and they immediately all go to the hoh competition and we have a master of ceremonies in todd bridges and they had to pick somebody who wasn't going to be able to compete for hoh and i was surprised that todd didn't end up getting anything for not participating like <laughs> I really thought he was going to end up with the Monwan or something like I felt like he would get something out of this but he they said Todd you're gonna go sit over here and yell for a little bit and that's it <laughs> so they jump into the HOH competition which was like this vine competition from the past that we've seen in quite a few seasons at this point where they're hanging and they have to it's very no strings attached so I was ready to see Chris Kirkpatrick really live his best life but he did not do well <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it really just came down to Tajik, Marai, Teddy, and Misha. And <laughs> Tajik caught her. <laughs> Tedrick caught her Hercules and drag. <laughs> you just call him Tedrick. <laughs> Tedrick, oh, whatever. <laughs> that was hilarious. But was also, insane. like, so, also, that kind of bothered me because I was just like, I mean, it feels weird when a woman that has masculine features gets put in the category of a man, especially from someone like Todrick that is gay and very gay at that and works in the gay world with a lot of people, a lot of trans people, a lot of drag queens. It just, it just I'm like, hmm, is that a road that we even need to go down? Even though it was funny in a sense, but it's just like, let's pump the brakes a little bit, especially from you. I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was more because of the outfit. Like, oh, for sure. And because she's so know, buff. And she's so buff. And that, look, I don't think it's fair. I mean, not that I think that, like, we would have had a different outcome. And honestly, her outfit was probably one of the hardest. But also part of me was, like, is that dress, like, somehow keeping her up or something? Like, you know, right. like, maybe, like, I don't know. She just had so much around her feet where I couldn't see it, you know, where with everyone else. I don't know. I was just, like, maybe it would have weighed her down. But I'm. I don't I know. Thought, I feel like they all should have been wearing the same thing. Just to absolutely. make it an even playing field all over. 
they should have all been wearing the same outfit. Especially because this was an edited show. They could have had them go get mm. in their athletic gear. They didn't have to put them in all of these weird mm. outfits and make them parade around. I did the love the runway, though. I did love the runway. And then um, Julie said something about everyone got an invitation to like so-and-so. And Chris was like, I didn't get one. <laughs> Chris Kattan and his like one-liners are killing me. He is just so little and creepy looking. I cannot stop laughing. Bless him. And he doesn't know anything and like like the whole part about him like not knowing anyone's names like right after they moved in was killing me and he was like I know Chris <laughs> I just like protect him he's so pure and cute I love him he's All hilarious his, like, expressions are killing me he always ends up in the background of a situation on the feeds and it's mm-hmm. so funny because he just be back there looking so lost <laughs> making these faces he be like cracking me up <laughs> Um, and I mean that in the nicest way possible absolutely a little creepy (laughs) when I was seeing like we talked about it last time that he broke his neck or something and that's why he Mm -hmm. his body's the way that it is um yes not about that no I mean, it just makes him funnier he's a comedian, it does so it, it has a physical element to it because he's funny and because of the mm-hmm. way that he just like uh walks around and looks around it adds to it but that is where it comes from and I, I was feeling bad when he was talking and was saying that he feels bad when people say they miss the old Chris and stuff like that and um whatnot I mean, I, I never knew him as like a person and I'm getting funny from him. So it is old Chris to me, you know, like right. he's just older now. So obviously our bodies change, things happen, but like, he's still giving me like that same weird humor that he's always given, you know? Absolutely. Like, I'm so really I've, loving him. I really am too. Like, I really hope, I, I don't care if he wins or not, but I just want him to be in the game for a while because <laughs> he is making me laugh. <laughs> he's so funny. So the HOH competition came down to Tajik Marai, Teddy, and Misha. And it was clear that Misha was kind of intimidated by Marai. And then Marai fell. And then Tajik asked Misha for a deal, which I did not understand why he asked Misha for a deal, but didn't say nothing to Teddy because there was three people up there still. <laughs> and I was just like, that is a weird situation. And then Teddy asked Misha for a deal and <laughs> Misha did not accept. And I was just like, who does that? Like if... It was so it would be so easy just to say yes and then figure right. something out afterwards. But to make basically make an enemy while you're in the competition, it just don't make sense. <laughs> in like the first couple hours you're in the house, like I don't know what it is about Teddy, but there I, I mean, obviously I've never met her in person. I would love to because I really enjoy her, but there just must be some type of energy that she gives off because nobody likes her and I just <laughs> do not understand why nobody likes her and the fact that she's the first person out like it just makes I will get to it but it just like makes me really sad because I'm just like why does no one like her why is she so unlikable because I genuinely enjoy her so much I have to agree with you and we'll get into her as we go on but I I just didn't understand why they were so against her off the bat like mm-hmm. what why why was Misha so again like that was a, she she clearly wanted her out she wanted to backdoor her immediately and then after she they ended up making a deal anyway and she backed off backed off it but then ended back 
on her again. So it was just like, I just didn't get it. When Teddy fell off, I love the way she, Moesha was doing her little speech to her or whatever. Like, oh, it's too early. I can't do that or whatever. But like, whatever. And like, Teddy was just like, I appreciate it, but I'm out. And she just like fell. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard because I was like, that's literally me when I don't get my way. Like, <laughs> like, whatever. Thank you. But no, thank you. You know, like, right. I was so relatable. Again, my relatable queen. Okay. <laughs> So Misha ends up within the HOH and Julie lets them know that there's a gift over there and it has something in it and they'll figure it out later. So in the second episode, Tajik has a segment where he's talking about all of these alliances that he's getting roped into. And it was so strange because I didn't think he would be that popular. Why do you think so many people wanted to work with him? I, I honestly don't know why people want to work with him, but honestly, watching him on the show this is his career. Like he leeches off people. Like he literally finds power and he sucks up to that person. And we're seeing it real time with Moesha. Absolutely. That's what, I mean, we, I'm sure we'll get more into like his game and stuff like that, but like, I don't, I don't get why people want to work with him. I don't either. And why he had everyone coming to him. I guess maybe if you don't know who he is or know anything about him, he could come off as likable because like, he's like... I think that's what it is. He's like friendly and he'll talk to you. And like, I guess people, especially in a situation like that where like not everyone knows everyone, the person that's like talking the most and like, you know, the most outgoing is kind of like the easiest one to connect to. So maybe that, but uh, I don't know. I think that's what it is. I think there are certain people that are outgoing and bubbly and they're, they're kind of vibrant and they know how to vibrate on that level to get people to come towards them and to want to be around that because it's kind of fun and playful. But it, like I, I, I personally don't have that quality. Like I can be nice and fun, but I'm not, I don't vibrate at that level. I, I'm, I'm way more of like a, a gradual delight. Like as you get to know me, you'll get to like me a lot more. <laughs> no but same though I don't have that like I don't have that personality of like I mean I feel like people like enjoy being around me like when they first meet me or whatever like I'll talk to anyone about anything for sure but I don't like I don't think if I was in that house I don't think people would be like fighting to be in an alliance with me anytime I, soon. I think you do have that that quality when I see you at parties or when I see you in group settings you you are very bubbly and you connect with people really quickly in like a very surface level kind of way not saying well, that very as surface, a negative yeah. yeah not in a negative way but there's like something that you can do to connect to somebody quickly in that moment it might not last <laughs> I was but... gonna say ask me what they said the next day and I couldn't tell you shit I'd be like Chris Kattan like I don't know your name right? <laughs> <laughs> oh we met last night what <laughs> yeah it might not last but in that moment you are really good at it you are you really are so I think I think that has to be what it is because I just don't know what else about him would make somebody want to all these people want to work with him especially if well I don't know how many people actually knew him because but still, it's just like, it's just strange to me. But Misha says she wanted to make an athlete alliance. And she wanted I to need work her with to go get it. Someone needs to go get her. She needs a dictionary in her HOH basket so she can look up what the word athlete means <laughs> and then go form a real one because she has one athlete in the alliance. <laughs> Talking about, I want an athlete's alliance and then going to get Chris Kirkpatrick. Bitch, What? What? Listen, I was like, ma'am, 
what are you talking about? You got Todrick Hall and Chris Kirkpatrick over here and Lamar Odom, which you got one out of three. So it's like, where are the, where are the athletes? You could, not athletes. <laughs> where are the athletes? <laughs> um, but like, she could have easily put Teddy in that category because she's like a life fitness coach person or whatever. That is athletic. She's right. out. She and was Mar- also one of the last ones hanging. Yeah. And Mariah's right there, a whole Olympian. Like a whole, that her career is Wait, athletic. Wait, but hold up. I do, I do have a question about her. Because obviously she's ice skating, so she'd be Winter Olympics. Why is she not competing right now? I don't think she's doing it anymore. I don't know. Oh, she quit? She did like <laughs> one trip. She did one triple <laughs> axel and now she's done. I'm just kidding. Probably go sit it down. But maybe she just wanted to, she she retired or something. So like one jump pace for the rest of her life. Maybe. She gotta do nothing else. <laughs> Bitch, I need to start training. I'm gonna do the, the four turn axel. <laughs> and here's Zach with the four turn. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the one-two step axel. Watch the fuck out, y'all. I'm coming. Winter Olympics 20, whatever. I don't know when the Olympics come on. <laughs> I'm gonna make the new Julie Girl logo and I'm gonna be at the Olympics, y'all. I'm busy. <laughs> Booked and busy. Booked and busy. <laughs> Hilarious. So in other Alliance news, Mariah makes an alliance with Tajik and Teddy and Cynthia in the bathroom. And then, but at the same time, Mariah asks Tajik if he's in any alliances and Tajik's like, no, and tries to make it seem like he doesn't have anything else going on. Then they go in the room and Mariah's laying on the bed talking to Cynthia and Tajik and brings up wanting to be in an alliance with them. And Cynthia's like, oh yeah, me and Tajik and Carson <laughs> and Shayna, we already in an alliance. <laughs> and she I basically outs Tajik for already being in an alliance when he just lied and said that he ain't got no alliances yet. It was so good. It was, it was ridiculous. I was like, oh. and then Tajik was not happy about it because he was like, he doesn't want to work with Teddy and Mariah. And he wanted to work with the girls and the gays, but then when they made the formation, which I personally like the name formation, I think it's a good alliance name, but people were not happy about it on the time. <laughs> but yeah, Tajik just wasn't into the idea of working with Teddy and Mariah. And I didn't understand why. It was week one, day one. Like, why would you not take all of the alliances you can? available safety is something I would like to take. If I'm going to be over here with six people and then over here with some people and they all like me, I'm going to play the middle as well as possible, which it does make it hard because you have loyalty to a lot of people. So if you won a competition, it'd be very difficult to figure out who you were going to nominate and who you were going to target. But for this moment, why would you not accept, you know, safety, especially when there's six or seven people over here already, like that just seems like mm-hmm. a strong much instead of going over here with Moesha and Chris Kirkpatrick. And like, but like you said, the power is enticing to him. So I guess I get it in a sense. Then we get Chris Kirkpatrick making an alliance with Tajik as well. And so Tajik really is connected to like everybody. Um, then we move on to some segments about Todd. Todd was snoring and Todd had a tattoo. <laughs> it was just like, Todd ain't getting no positive edits in this, it seems. Mm -hmm. Like, it just seems like he's a joke in a sense. And I'm a little worried about his participation in this season. And I kind of wish they went with somebody else. I just wish they would have 
whatever i wish he would have been gone this week and then it would have been fine like no he would have had his time and we would have been done with it and that would have been that he would have got his check i feel like it's only gonna get worse and honestly he just needs i know that like whatever i hear lamar wants to be gone but they need to just get rid of todd first like lamar can sit for two or three more days (laughs) absolutely or he can just walk out (laughs) right but they need to get Todd out immediately. They really, I just don't see him before he does anything. something bad. I'm like, he's out of everyone in the house. He makes me the most nervous for doing something weird. And, and I just don't, there's don't already been stuff. It. There's already been some weird stuff going on, which we'll talk about all that at the same time. But it, I, it's just, I don't know. I'm not feeling strongly about Todd, but I do love the like quiet cold war of Todd and Chris Kattan. Like, they, they seem like they were going to be kind of close because they're both on the outside of everybody else, but they, like, hate each other. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's so funny because they both, like, don't come out and say it. They, like, hit around it and, like, are pitiful mm-hmm. about it, but then they low-key serious about it. And Chris Kattan Chris is so over Todd snoring. I really think that's what it comes down to, but but it's just, it's hilarious. If It's hilarious. Chris Kattan and Todd really ain't in no alliances because they sleep all the time. Is what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get a segment about Chloe and Lamar. And, and I just, I don't understand. I mean, I get it. Like, I get the idea of having this conversation in this house, but it just seems a little strange. Like, yeah, I, w- I personally wouldn't want to bring it up and be looking like that on TV when mm-hmm. especially when she be out here been made a fool of so many times by Tristan Thompson it's like Lamar you don't need to be out here trying to make a fool out of her either because y'all all been doing her dirty for years truly I mean yeah having that conversation in the house is definitely going to come up for sure keep it on the feeds there's no reason to put that on CBS for everyone to see right. like I mean, honestly, it makes it seem like the only reason, and now that he wants to leave, the only reason he, like, wanted to be there so he could, like, get in the headlines that he wants Khloe Kardashian back, and now he knows he's probably done that, so he's done. Absolutely. Like, that's what it makes it seem like, and it's like, dude, that's pathetic. I'm sorry, but, like, if I was Khloe, that wouldn't make me want to talk to you. Especially when you're in there shitting the bed. (laughs) Right? And then you shit the bed, and he see, I saw, like, a clip or whatever, and he was, like, telling people about it. It doesn't seem like he is, like, I don't know if I shit the bed, I would be real silent about it. Like, <laughs> Me too. I would not be telling everyone. And then he put it on his social medias or someone put it on his social media. I don't know. But I was just like. It's very strange know. behavior because like you said, I would be quiet about it. I would like clean it up and get it together. Nobody would need to know about it. I wouldn't go broadcasting it about it. And then they were trying to say that he has like, he's lactose intolerant and all these different things and care. it might come down so to are like, a lot of people but we when don't he, know about them shooting the bed <laughs> when he was on drugs there might be some issues there but you don't need to tell people about it like that like don't. just my, get your business together and keep it moving so they it does saw, they sell full ass adult diapers for shit like that go get literally shut up and <laughs> clean yourself and then don't tell no one that's so gross it's strange, but I do like a Lamar, so I'm happy too. that he's here. I just don't want him to be out here looking a fool and looking pathetic, like you said, because mm-hmm. he's. I think he's better than that, hopefully. No, he, he he seems like such a cool guy. He's so funny. Like, I really am enjoying the house. I hate to hear that he wants to leave, but if his whole game and his whole time, if every episode I'm going to get something about Khloe Kardashian, I don't want it. Like, I don't right. want it. I can like you from the two episodes I saw. Leave me with like a good taste in my mouth and you're good. Like whatever, going about your life. 
absolutely. But I and don't before want you to the show, what I found in you, I guess. Before the show even started, that was a headline. CBS mm-hmm. put out that clip before the show even started. So it was just like, y'all know what y'all are trying to do here. But I did love the, the moment of Shayna talking about being uncomfortable when he saw Lamar because she accidentally called Chloe a, a donkey <laughs> on the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> if you're going to call someone a donkey, it has to be on the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> like, it tracks. Absolutely. <laughs> and honestly, I wouldn't even be that mad about it because you're on the Wendy Williams show. Like, <laughs> duh, what else are you going to say? Right. So Moesha is talking with Chris and (laughs) Tajik about who they're going to target for the week. And they are looking at Teddy, Chris Kattan, and Todd. And then we move into the Mon Juan ceremony. And Carson was over there talking game to Tajik in front of everybody. And I was like, maybe this is what made Tajik uncomfortable or something. Because it was strange for him to talk to him while everybody else is around. But at the same time, it's just like, I would have just brushed him off like, oh, what you, oh, we'll talk about that later. You know, like, just mm-hmm. just keep it, keep it cute. So they do the Mon Juan ceremony and they were just like, Mon Juan. Which <laughs> at first I was like, child, what is this? Why are y'all always trying to do something flashy and just the most for this television show? Like, just be straight up about it. But as I from- thought... I thought that I had missed something and I thought Mon Juan was legit of something that had been part of Big Brother for like the longest time. <laughs> I had no idea until the um, eviction episode when they said flip it around and my mind was blown. I was like, what the fuck? Not now now. What? <laughs> like, I didn't see anything about that in the spoiler because I was like not on Twitter last night. So I didn't see anything about it. Oh. And then... I was watching it this morning and I was just like, holy shit. Like, I really thought Mon Juan was a thing. <laughs> it really does sound like a person. When I first right. heard Mon Juan, I was like, what is this? What is this? But then when I was, after I tweeted, I was like, what is a Mon Juan? And I was like, wait, what is it backwards? And I was like, oh, it's Nam now. That makes sense. And so- Putting clues together. I did not. <laughs> I don't have that time. <laughs> um. So yes, they had the Mon Juan ceremony and they passed this hat around, which was also a purse. And whoever got it last would be safe for the week. What did Carson say? Purses are the new hats. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder, like, if the, you know, how like on RuPaul's Drag Race, they always have one-liners. It's like the girls are coming down the runway. Yes. I'm always like, I wonder if these are like legit one-liners. And after hearing Carson, I'm like, maybe they are. Like, maybe they actually do say that right then. Or like, I don't know. He's like so clever and so fast. That, so like, clever. It's, I, I, I'm liking Carson way more than I thought I was going to like him. Absolutely. He's hilarious. And mm-hmm. I, I love that, you know, Big Brother can be very, campy and but in a in a a cringe way but he brings out like a really fun and playful side of it because that's part of his personality and so it it really does like make what big brother tries to be into what big brother wants to be and i'm like oh i see what y'all be going for but carson just just does it better yeah i love the quickness of like his comebacks like that's like my favorite thing when someone can just say something stupid really fast absolutely it's just so good he's great i i'm really really growing to like him a lot um so in the manwan ceremony it came down to mariah choosing between Shayna and cynthia and she ended up choosing cynthia 
to be the winner of the week. And she was safe for the week. I was like, you better come in here and be safe, 50 mm-hmm. Cent. I see you, girl. And then they say, if you're, even if you're not on the block, you can still go home. Um, this like the tagline of, of the Mon Juan. Um, so yeah, Cynthia was safe. And then Misha has a, ca- uh, Misha has a conversation with Mirai about working together potentially. And this confused the hell out of me because in the same conversation, she also asks her to be a pawn. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, no, on what planet do you ask somebody to be a pawn, but also want to work with them? Like, if you want me to be safe, I should get some kind of comfort from this. And being a pawn is not that comfort at all. And I feel like it's so transparent that you're just kind of using me to get me on your side while mm-hmm. also getting something from me. It don't make any sense. I don't feel like Misha even though all of them don't know Big Brother, but she's just not making smart decisions with the way she's gone about all of this. So then I was loving how everything unfolded, even though I hate how it ended. But Mariah, well, also Misha told Mariah that Teddy was going to be her target. And Mariah and Teddy are kind of cool at this point. And so Mariah goes and tells Teddy that Teddy needs to be worried because Misha is targeting her. <laughs> I was dying at Mariah on the floor in between the beds, telling her, like, <laughs> she's coming for you. I was like, girl, why are you hiding? Like, just keep your voice down. You ain't got to hide, too. <laughs> and so Teddy is, like, a little shook, which she kind of knew that they were going to be coming for her, but the confirmation sent her on a mission. But then Teddy tells Tajik that she's worried that Misha is going to come for her. And Tajik, what does he do? He goes and tells Misha immediately. And I thought this was the dumbest thing that Tajik could do. On one hand, I understand wanting to work with somebody and wanting to share the information, but this is week one. You're trying to set yourself up for a long game and you have information from both sides of the house. You are snugly in the middle. And instead of using that information to build relationships and position yourself among all of these people, you go and tell Moesha what you done heard downstairs and it blows everything up. And it's like, why would you compromise yourself like that? Especially you, Todrick, who was living with the cookout, who was such a good undercover alliance. For all of this time, you had access to these people and you ain't getting no pointers on how to navigate a little bit. Like, I just expected a little bit more because of his awareness of the game and his desire to play this Derek game. Derek would never do no dumb shit like that. But see, Todrick isn't used to having any power. He's just used to being around people who have power. (laughs) And that's that. He doesn't know how to handle anything like that. So he's just like running around telling people everything because that's what works in his everyday life. Look, I'm dragging him. I hate him. (laughs) So I just like, I don't think whatever. No, I hate him too. And this just confirms, Tedrick, (laughs) it just confirms to me that my feelings about who he is and how he navigates the world is very correct because he is very self con- self-concerned and self-centered and he wants things to be his way and he will manipulate anybody. Threw away the entire house, the entire house for one person. For one Moesha. He threw for away one. a relationship that he had for years in Carson. This was a built-in relationship that he had with this man that he worked with for years. Why would you give that away? Why would you why would you compromise that? I know Carson was close to other people, 
But mm-hmm. Tajik immediately turning his actual friend into a foe that quickly without even trying to have like a relationship in a real way, it just is a red flag to me on a personal level. I know this is a game. I know that Carson is potentially a threat, especially after that veto competition. I see the threat level, but why would you not want that on your side? If right. you are a good player, you you can find a way around that. You can set something up and get him out down the road. But right. for well, now- it doesn't make sense because even if it is like a threat level thing, okay, well then why are you with Moesha who won the first one? You please know, like, tell me, like, please. Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't. And make then any what's sense. she gonna do next week when she can't? You know, when she's not there for you. And she has no power. She can't do anything at this point in time. She might be able to win a competition, but she's not gonna win HOH immediately. So it's mm-hmm. like, why would you give up the power you have to p- position yourself and build relationships and build a buffer and find some just you have options galore and you would give that all the way for moesha it just don't make sense todrick what are you doing after the if i was playing his game if i was him after the first day when everybody said they wanted to work with me i would have sat my ass down and ate something in the kitchen and listen pour me a glass of wine and i don't know if they got wine but pour me something to sip on i'm gonna go chill over here on this couch i'm gonna go get by this fire i'm gonna be in this candy room you know like because i don't need to be awake because i'm good i'm good especially this first week yeah i'm fine i am fine i am chilling i am all right over here chilling See, it just, it pisses me off, honestly. It really bothers me because it just doesn't need to be that way. And I, on one hand, Celebrity Big Brother, I appreciate the mess because it's such a short time. Like, just give us everything. Just give it to us all. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that we're getting a lot really quickly, but it just bothers me to see somebody give up their position when they don't have to and do things incorrectly when there's an obvious correct way to go about it if you just take the time to think about it especially when you have access to tiffany monique mitchell i know it's just it pisses me off a lot so mariah and carson end up nominated and i was cracking up <laughs> at chris Catan in the nomination ceremony <laughs> what <laughs> it was it was hilarious and so it was just also weird but teddy tries to make a deal with misha and misha agrees to it in a sense and so teddy thinks she's going to be safe for the week and everything's going to go to plan and then we at this time we're getting like feeds and we're seeing what's going on in the house and so allegedly chris kirkpatrick left the house at some point and stayed in a hotel and that's why the feeds were delayed because he wasn't in the house wait why so we don't really know. So there's two potential stories. We know there was a confrontation between Mariah and Chris, where allegedly she said, you ain't nothing but a Justin Timberlake backup singer. I hope that's real. <laughs> there was some kind of confrontation and they are at odds and they don't really like each other. But apparently I, there was like a conversation about some racist statement or something that was offensive or something but something happened between those two that caused issues but then on the other hand they're saying that chris may have had a false negative a false positive covid test and had to get taken out of the house because everybody else said they had to wear masks for the rest of the day while chris while chris left so by piecing things together it seems like those two things happened like there was a fight between those two 
and there was like maybe a COVID situation, but they may not be the same thing. Um, so we don't 100% know what really went down, but something mm-hmm. happened between them. And also Mariah has been uncomfortable. Apparently Todd, I don't know if Todd was making her uncomfortable and like watching her in a room or something, or I, I don't fully know, but a lot of this stems around Mariah and people are uncomfortable about her in a sense. And they think that she's not ready to be there or she's not like even like Teddy said that she doesn't think that she's mentally in a great spot to be in the house, which people thought was offensive for her to say, but we don't know what happened and we don't, we haven't seen Mariah's behavior. So Mariah, it seems a little, no offense, but she seems a little unhinged to me. (laughs) The, the, like the confessional where she's like, I like something along the lines of like, I come off nice, but I have like my demons or like my, my claws can come out or something. I can't remember what she said. And then she yeah. like, made like a face. I was like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> there is something about her that is a little mm-hmm. bit off. You know, she seems really sweet. And during the episodes, I was like really ready to ride for her. Like I felt so protective mm-hmm. over her. But then watching her on the feeds, she has been so like down and like sad in a sense and like quiet. There's not a lot of energy there. And- she's hanging out with a bunch of old people exactly and she she's the only person in her 20s in this house so it is she is in a different age range than a lot of them so it is it's strange but i i'm hoping that she opens up this week now that she's safe and now that she's made it another week so hopefully we'll see something from her but i don't know because a lot of the negative stuff has been kind of in her direction and so it's it's strange but they all kept her this week so Maybe it's not as bad as it potentially was, or I don't know. It's all very strange. Um, but also, Tajik was talking about how Lamar and Todd were saying things that were uncomfortable for him or making him feel some type of way. Or there's just there's just a lot of things under the radar that they've been mentioning. So I don't know what the mess is going on, but there is a mess abound. And hopefully we find something out because I don't know, but... Yeah, it seems very interesting in that house uh, currently. I'm sorry, I just, I'm like scrolling through Twitter to see if I can like see anything else. And someone just said that Lamar called Julie Ch- Julia Chang. <laughs> Not Julia Chang. Julia Chang, Julia Chang. <laughs> My logo's gonna be Julia girl. <laughs> so I was cracking up because they were talking, they were like, Yeah, and when you go and see Julie, and Lamar was like, Who is Julie? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> He was like, Julie Chen. Oh, she interviewed me one time, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh, so He's good. So married. <laughs> Julie Chen. So. <laughs> So then we get to the eviction episode and Todrick wants to target Carson. He's not mad that Carson ended up on the block and he feels like Misha is slowly becoming his number one and they make a final two. And I was like, this is truly the worst pairing that I could have desired in this house. I also saw people tweeting about Misha being a Trump supporter and she had some transphobic conversation going on too. 
So I'm already looking at her a little sideways. And so Moesha ain't Ooh. on my good side. Moesha. Moesha. Uh, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. And it doesn't surprise me that Tajik would forsake everybody else for this one person that's clearly problematic. So it's like, mm. it's like, oh, good for you, sir. So we get to the eviction episode and... <laughs> I just wrote, I love Chris Kattan. I do. He's so funny. I don't know what he did to make me write that, but I'm sure it was delightful. So Misha, at this point, is saying that if somebody comes down that wins the veto, she's going to put up Chris Kattan. And I'm cool with that because I, I love Chris, but I think of everybody else, I would have been okay to see him go if that was the situation. Nope. If that was the situation, I wouldn't have been mad because I did not want to see Teddy go. Like, I really did not want to see Teddy leave. Yeah. And so I was just happy that she would potentially be safe at that point. And mm-hmm. at this point, Teddy's talking and she's she's having a conversation with I, I think it was Cynthia or somebody and they're they're talking about Tajik and they're talking about how oh it was Carson I think because they were talking about now how did Mo, how did Moesha put up two people in the formation if she didn't know about the formation like why would those be the two people that she would go for and they were talking about there being a leak in the group and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from and Teddy was like Tajik is definitely leaking information I don't trust him he has been holding my hand and saying all these things to me but I just feel like something is off with him and she was right on the money with that so then we get to the veto competition and it was a comp where there was this cell phone and they had to push this button and these text messages would come through from an assistant quote unquote that was giving them clues on how to figure out a puzzle with all these stop sign times they had to put these signs in front of these different buildings and figure out the exact puzzle with these clues they were getting and i really liked this competition it was kind of corny with the voiceover but i think the competition itself was kind of fun it reminded me of shop to your drop i don't know if you ever watched that show but i used to love mm-hmm. all those storefronts and when they people run around in front of some storefronts i don't know it just makes me happy mm-hmm. <laughs> but i loved this competition and it came down between misha and carson and carson ended up winning the veto and he had three minutes and 54 seconds and i was so shocked at how much better he did than everybody else right? like he really killed that competition they were all struggling though to be honest i was like come on y'all like they were really struggling cynthia i was like girl but at least she didn't at least she didn't time out right for her for finishing it she got it done i'll give her i'll give her some props for that unlike lamar who timed out he did not Mm -hmm. know what was going on and i was cracking up when mariah knocked that whole sign over i was like I, I love the assistant's voice. <laughs> like, girl, you got Pilates at two or something. <laughs> Hilarious. She was fun. I want her on Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Switch her out with Todd. Bye. <laughs> so Misha has a, a conversation with Mariah. And she tells her that she wants to work with her, that she wants somebody else to go and she's going to try to save her. And if she wins HOH next week, that she needs to go after Carson. And Mariah swears that that's what she's going to do. So that made me uncomfortable because I liked Mariah with Teddy and in this formation situation. But Mariah moving over to the Moesha side of things and like- Those athletes. <laughs> right she finally joined the athlete alliance and like i just don't feel right <laughs> the hoa this. the homeowners <laughs> association <laughs> that was hilarious 
And I didn't know because Chris says that he is a super fan, but he that rolled off his tongue so easily. <laughs> right. So then we get a segment of Miss Shayna worried because she's looking around and she's like, look, since Carson won this veto, he's gonna come off the block. There's only so many other people that can go up. I think I could be among those people. And she got scared. And I understood that. And so she tried to figure out what she could do to get her name out of the potential for being this not this renom. So what does her ass do? She goes and has a conversation with Moesha and tells Moesha all about formation. And she tells her everybody that's in it and basically tells her that she wants to work with her. And Moesha ate it up and she knew that there was something going on, but she completely ate it up and she changed her idea of putting up Chris Kattan. And instead she nommed Teddy because of the alliance that was on the other side of the house. And I was like, oh, I thought it was fully Todrick that was leaking this information. So seeing that it was Shayna that did this was, was out of left field for me. And it made me really think about the idea of a rat game. How do you feel about people that are rats in the house and rat people out and alliances out and different things like Shayna did? I mean, if you can get away with it, I'll spare and love and war. You know I love a dirty game. So like, whatever. I hate that it like came and got back on Teddy, but do what you got to do to keep yourself there. I feel you. Also, I don't think it was necessary for her to do it because she wasn't in trouble to begin with. But right. she she didn't know, so whatever. She didn't know. It was like she could have gone about it in so many other ways to test the waters and see where she was. But mm-hmm. she went to the extreme for no reason. And I was kind of like, girl. But on the other hand, this kind of rat game to me is like at least strategic in a way because she was doing it fully to protect herself and she made relationship with Moesha. So it's like, I I do think she got something out of it and actually put her in the middle of the house even better because everybody thinks Todrick is the one that's leaking information, but it was really Shayna. So I, I think this worked in her favor. And it honestly gave me a lot of June vibes, June from season four, like that back and forth floater type of game can be really beneficial if you can pull it off. And this was a major move for her to do. And I don't know if it, if it backfired on at her at all, which is great. But now that Moesha is an HOH, who knows if that'll ever come back up. But as of now, I think Shane is in a great spot and I appreciate that. But then when it comes to people like Todrick, I think playing the rat game he's playing so early and so quickly is unnecessary. And so it's it's weird to see. It's kind of, It feels hypocritical to say, I'm cool with Shayna being a rat, but I feel some type of way about Tajik doing it. But I think that there are some nuances that come to the way that you do it and the reasons behind why you're doing it. And how much you do it. Exactly. And the energy behind you doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do think there are big distinctions in those two different things. And I think that's why I feel okay with Shayna playing this game because it's a move like it's truly something you can do to protect yourself Mm -hmm. but it does put her in potential hot water but it's not as bad as what Todrick has done in my opinion as of now Mm -hmm. so it'll be interesting to see how things unfold as time goes on between them so Todrick was pushing for Teddy to go up instead because she's close to Carson and it just really continues to bug me that he's so perturbed by Carson like he he's like if I can't get Carson out this week I'm going to get somebody that's close to him and I just don't understand the logic 
from somebody that's legitimately your friend. Like if I did that to you, like Tajik acts the way you act, like I would act if we were in the house together. <laughs> I'm always, I truly like, I feel like you would be like Tajik trying to get me out. I feel like I would be Tajik. <laughs> I would never do that to you. I value trust way too much. If I knew you were in the house, I could trust you a thousand percent. I would not forsake that for no Moesha or nothing weird. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with what I know I can trust more than anything over anything. And I would never do that. But when I'm watching Tajik, I think about that because I'm like, I bet you this is what Zach thinks I would do to him. (laughs) (laughs) You know it is. It's not. I would not do that. It's very dumb. So we also get a conversation between Mariah and Lamar about racism, which I thought was really interesting and very honest, especially talking about Boston, because that is a very racist city. And so Mariah's experience as an Asian woman and Lamar's experience as a black man, especially in the NBA where you're traveling a lot and you're dealing with fans, it was it was interesting to hear about what they've experienced and the way that they see the world and those dynamics. And I appreciate that, that they put that on the show because CBS has a lot of like Republican viewership. So I know them racists was mad, but yeah. I love I love that they're having those conversations because it's being happened, it's happening in the house. And I appreciate that. So this episode last night was two hours long and I did not enjoy the first hour. I was so bored. I don't even remember what happened a lot of, a lot of it. But that second hour was quite good for me. We got to the eviction ceremony and we meet Cynthia and her Mon Juan bag yet again. And we learn what Mon Juan is going to do. And I was worried because I just didn't know how this was going to happen. And I thought Mm -hmm. Cynthia was just going to straight up get to nominate somebody, like a third nominee. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to work out the votes because I know Cynthia wanted Teddy to stay. And I was trying to figure out where the votes could be and if it was even possible. But then we find out that the Mon Juan situation was going to be Cynthia passing the bag to somebody and that person being safe. And that person would pass to the next person. So basically a safety chain. And the last person to get the bag would be the nominee. And they would get to choose one of the nominees already nominated and replace them on the block. And so they get to pass in this bag around. And I was really wanting Tajik on the block. Like Cynthia said that if if she got to choose that she was going to choose Tajik to be nominated. So I was really hoping that's what happened. But it ended up being Todd Bridges getting that bag last, and he got it from Chris Kattan. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I was like, if Todd Bridges go home because he got a purse from Chris Kattan, that is going to be so hilarious because they are the only two people really going against each other in this game. And so <laughs> Chris Kattan would have been legendary if he got his only enemy out the house with a purse. Like right. That would have just been a delight. And Todd chooses to replace Mariah on the block. So it ended up being... Todd Bridges versus Teddy Mellencamp as the first eviction for Celebrity Big Brother 3. And I was so annoyed, A, because I really wish that Teddy would have gotten pulled off the block. And I really wish that Cynthia would have been able to choose who on the block came off. She would have been able to give the Mon Juan to Teddy and then let Teddy start the chain. I thought that would be that would be great. That would give Cynthia a lot of power. But in this situation, the only power she really got was being safe. So Mm -hmm. I don't know why they acted like Cynthia was going to have some 
decision to make or something. Mm -hmm. So I was really hoping that Teddy came down, but she did it and Todd took Mariah down and I was just like, oh, this ain't gonna happen. And I was also thinking that maybe they're gonna all let Lamar be the nominee and just let him go home because he's already mm -hmm. ready to go home. And I would have been cool with that too, because Teddy would have been safe and Lamar wouldn't be walking around the house acting like he want to leave. So it's a win-win, yeah. but we ain't getting neither, neither of those. I was also cracking up <laughs> when Julie revealed the, the clue of Mon Juan and said it was Nam now. And, and uh, Carson was like, Nam wow? <laughs> like it actually meant something. <laughs> He's so funny. So yes, it ends up being Todd and... and Teddy on the block and Teddy gets evicted by a vote of five to three. And I was sick about it because if Mariah and Shayna would have kept Teddy, mm -hmm. she would have stayed. But I know that her Mariah and Teddy's relationship had gotten a little strained and Mariah, Teddy had been campaigning against Mariah already. So it was a weird situation at hand. And I do wish that they would have been able to rekindle things and they all could have stuck together and gotten Todd out. I think that would have made for a great game because I really like Teddy Mellencamp and mm -hmm. I feel as if say it a little bit louder. I really like Teddy Mellencamp. This is Teddy short for something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like I don't know nobody named Teddy, but I, it was it's it's crazy because it's so interesting to be surrounded by so many people on Twitter who hate this woman and think she's so boring and talk about all these terrible things and how terrible she is in general. And then watching her and watching the way that she's played this game and her being so in tune and so hungry to do the right thing for herself. She's the kind of player we love. And so it's so crazy to see people hate her. And I know that they're only hating her because of what they know from this other show and not what they're actually That's seeing. That's who she was on of the show too. She really? was just real to herself and she fought for herself and people like just don't like it because she was up against like Lisa Vanderpump and up against like Denise Richards and like all these other people that people love, you know, but like, yeah, Kyle, whatever, had like a huge thing about Lisa Vanderpump, like leaving Beverly Hills, but Teddy was a big part of that. Like she took down like one of the top people and people don't like her because of that, like whatever. But like Teddy is just real to herself and she's just very like, just straightforward. I love Teddy so much. I don't care, hate me for it, but uh, I just really like her. I'm so upset that she's gone. I was very, like, it actually hurt me. Like I was, mm -hmm. I was truly disappointed, like in a real way last night, because I just haven't seen somebody, especially on Celebrity Big Brother, to fight mm -hmm. the way that she did. The way she was talking crazy to, to Todrick, she was not letting him get nothing in. She was, she, she had the agency of a player we love. She was not going down without a fight. She was letting bitches know how she felt. She was letting Misha know to her face, like all the things she felt. And really what did her in was Chris Kirkpatrick. He actually wanted her to stay. He was fighting for her. He was going around the house, really trying to get votes and trying to convince Misha to keep Teddy. But then Teddy came in and I wish that Chris would have talked to Teddy first and been like, look, this is what you need to say to Misha. Don't say this to Misha. But none of that happened. Teddy came in and she's like, look, Misha, I want to work with you. I have nothing against you. We can make this happen. I really want to stay. Please help me stay. You're not my target. My target is Todrick. <laughs> and I'm coming for Todrick and all this stuff. So she basically told her she was coming for her number one ally. 
And that made it even more desirable for Misha to want her out. And that's the po- at the point where Chris was like, I just can't fight for her anymore because it's going to put me in a bad position because now my ally is going to see me trying to keep somebody else that's going after her ally. And that's bad for me. So he had to back off of it. And I hated that. But I also appreciated that. Teddy kept it real. Teddy was like, look, I'm coming for Tajik. Tajik is in this house lying to everybody. He's holding my hand every night saying that we're going to do this together. He is a snake. And I was cracking up whenever they were talking and she said that. I don't remember what was said before that, but uh, she was like, Tajik is a nice, Tajik is a snake or something like that. <laughs> she was letting him have it. Like she was, Teddy was letting him have it. And I loved every single second of Teddy Mellencamp in the house. I don't care what y'all have to say about what she did on this other show, about what she be doing with nutrition. I don't know any of that. I have no understanding of this woman outside of this Big Brother house. But in in those walls of that Big Brother house, she was one of the most enjoyable and like somebody I was ready to root for because she was hungry and she was not afraid to say it. And I love that. I love it so much. And I, I'm so mad that I'm not going to have that for the rest of the game. Are you tearing up? <laughs> no, I was drinking some water. It sounded like you are about to cry. I was like, all right, so come mad. through. Literally, I was Team Teddy, but you're her number one fan. No, uh, I truly, I truly, because I, I was ready to not like this woman. And everything I was hearing was very negative her. And I was happy that I let myself actually not be affected by other people's opinions and just appreciate her because I think she was giving more than anybody else in that house has been giving in a, in a way that was like what we needed. We needed Teddy Mellencamp in this competition. She was the opposition we needed for these people that are building this other alliance. We needed her. I'm so upset that she's gone. And I don't care if you hate her. She was truly the best player in that house, even though she was terrible at what some of the things she did. But the energy behind it, the focus behind it, and her ability to know who to trust and who not to trust and navigate that, please. Teddy Mellencamp was giving y'all a run for your money. And you maybe that's why you're mad about it, because she really, she truly, she's she was giving me Tiffany energy, like the agency that Tiffany Ooh. had, it was in that same realm. And I'm not saying she played like Tiffany because she didn't have that foresight that Tiffany did, but mm-hmm. I love players that try and that just move in that spirit and know what they're trying to do and have nothing but like passion behind their feelings and their convictions. Like, please, I was living for it. And I'm very upset that we had to see her leave last night. And I, I hated that she was so hurt because Todd was like, do what y'all gotta do and sit down. He ain't say nothing. Teddy had, she was really fighting for that. And I hated to see her go. I really did. But I did love that this first eviction was not straightforward. It could have gone either way. It was a split vote. It was a lot going on. And that is a great game of Big Brother. I think we have a good game at hand. And it's very surprising because I did not think that this cast was gonna really draw me in, but they're in there playing. And as much as Teddy was playing at the at a, a high level, I think everybody else is playing really, except for Todd and Katan, like everybody else is playing, playing. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what happens. <sighs> but Teddy, I'm a misser, I'm a misser. And she was, she was really great to watch. I'd love to see her play again. Same, but probably won't happen. <laughs> 
So did you see the new HOH for this next cycle? I did. Chris Kirkpatrick is the new HOH and I'm excited. I I like Chris in this game. I know a lot of people are not enjoying him, but I think he has a really cool spot because Moesha thinks that he is on her side, but Chris is seeing that Moesha and Tajik can't really be trusted. He's fully on board with Shayna. Shayna is, seems to be his number one. And Shayna's out here being a rat. And Chris is out here flip-flopping a little bit too undercover, but they're doing it in a smart way. And they're actually trying, like, I was really impressed with Chris trying to keep Teddy and, and going for what he wanted and not for what all those other people wanted. He's really taking hold of his game and trying to do something to benefit him. And that's what you need to be as a player. And I like that. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. Apparently he's, he wants to nominate Mariah and Chris Kattan or Lamar. Um, but it's just trying to figure out where that's going to land. I'm cool with those nominees. So hopefully this goes in a, a good way, but I'm feeling pretty good overall about Celebrity Big Brother 3. And mm -hmm. I'm really happy about it. it. I'm happy that we don't have to think about, girl, we got three more months of this. <laughs> but still, like, really get to feel the feelings of enjoying it and, like, being invested in it. And the feeds have been good. Like, from the moment they came on, they've been really good. I didn't watch much today because I was out and about. But it's been good. And I'm feeling good about it. And I like that. It's making me happy and I'm smiling. <laughs> What are your final thoughts on Celebrity Big Brother week one? I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm sad to see Teddy go, but I'm curious to see how it plays out. I am upset that Chris won, but whatever. Who did you want to win? Carson or Cynthia or something? I don't know. Someone from the other side. Me too. But if, he, if Chris is going to keep Carson and Cynthia safe, I'm completely fine with him winning because that means mm -hmm. that's one less person on that other side of the house that can play next week. And even though Moesha will be available again, but mm -hmm. I just, I don't know if he, if, if Carson and Cynthia make it through this, I'm fully happy having Chris as this next HOH. So that's why I was a little uncomfortable. I thought that he would go after them just to keep up appearances with uh, Moesha and Tajik, but he seems to be on a good path. So we'll see how this plays out, but I'm really excited to, to see how this goes. And I hope that it goes well. And I hope that they get out like the Todd's and the Lamar's soon. So they're not just like numbers that are floating around that are easy to, to grab and make votes go a certain way that they probably shouldn't go. So we'll see how it goes. And yeah, I think that's all from my perspective. I could honestly talk about this this weirdness forever <laughs> so <laughs> it um no hopefully we we get more information and we get some kind of clarity on the drama that has gone on in the house um in this next week and we'll have another eviction in a few days which is weird um so yeah this is gonna go really quickly i don't know how what the pace is gonna be like to podcast but i guess we can just talk about monday and friday next weekend and mm -hmm. just do like one a week or something like that, unless something happens that we need to talk about and we can figure it out. But as yeah. of now, I think this is great after this first week and just getting our first overview of what this is gonna be like and just like feeling it out. And you know, I'm cool with it, I'm feeling good. I'm feel, I'm, I needed this in my, my life right now. <laughs> it's, it's making my February feel delightful. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think that's it for me. Is there anything from you, Sa? 
I think that's it. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for tuning in to Julie Girl, a Big Brother podcast. If you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe and tell your big brother friends about what we got going on over here. And we'll holla at y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Julie Girl. Julie. 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 Julie girl.